the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Free Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up this time to you and I just ask that you guide my words, my thoughts. Uh, the Holy Spirit, help me with discernment and uh, just be present and aware of what you're wanting of me during this time. And Lord, for ears to hear, but not only hear, but to take action, maybe change a decision or, you know, go a different direction on on the way they're going now, if need be. And maybe it's just clarity, Lord. Just help uh, those that need clarity to be clear on the decisions that they're praying about, they're thinking about. And Lord, just help me to be an open vessel to be used for your glory. And uh, I just thank you, Lord, so much for everything that you've given me, everything that you've put me in, in contact with, Lord, just everything that's going on. I just thank you, both positive and negative. I thank you, and all things give thanks. And I'm just thanking you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're uh, we're live right now, and uh, I don't do live all the time on the Sue Free Show, but I decided today would be a good day to do that. And what we're, what we're going to be talking about today is the fruit of the Spirit, um, and what are those? What is the fruit of the Spirit? What is that? It's love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And against these things, there is no law, Galatians 5, 23 in the NIV version. And so when I'm thinking about this or I'm reflecting on the fruit of the Spirit, I'm thinking about the people I come in contact with on a day-to-day basis, but also my response, my reaction to anything and everything that goes on. People sometimes say, Sue, I had no idea what you were going through right now at work, at home, wherever, and you always just seem so calm. Well, I'm not always calm, but I'm probably a lot more calm than a person that's facing what I face would be. And the only thing I can attribute that to is my love, uh, my understanding of my Heavenly Father and the love that He has bestowed on me and sacrificed for me so that I can face whatever I need to face and the reality and the truth that He says that that I'm victorious. I'm victorious. And just understanding that no matter what the battle is that we're all facing, because we all have a battle, we're all going through something, that we are victorious in Jesus' name. And we have to remember that because sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes I can remember back when I'm like, oh, Lord, this is more than I can handle. And I, I picture myself in a dirt hole, and the hole is very deep, and I'm trying to crawl out of this hole, and I can't get out. And the more I dig, the more the dirt is just coming on top of me. Do you know what I'm talking about right now? Can you understand that? Have you faced that? Are you going through it right now? 
And all I can say is, is that I did. I did get out of that hole. But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I didn't get out of that hole on my own. I, I know that the Lord helped me get out of it. But during that time when I'm in this hole or I'm feeling like that's just more than I can bear, there's always a lesson. There's a lesson in every single thing that we're going through. And our belief system can work for us or against us. So if you're going through something, you have to check yourself. You know, you know, you start with a man or the woman in the mirror. We can't change another person. We can only look at ourselves and say, okay, what is going on right now? And identify really what's happening. And in order to figure out where you're going or where you've been, you've got to understand where you are right now. And I was just talking to Taylor. I have a visitor today. She doesn't want to go on, but she's sitting here. It's her first time in the studio. And uh, Taylor Hughes is the daughter of one of my longtime, the longest time employee, Kevin, who has been an inspector with Ecola longer than I've owned it. And uh, he's like the Ecola boy. He's like Ecola man. He's the poster boy. Um, anyway, he's been with me a long time, and he's been with Ecola longer than I have. And here's Taylor sitting here, and she's just graduated uh, from her freshman year in college. And uh, on the way here, I was talking to her about what she wants to do with her life and, uh, you know, what she enjoys and what she doesn't enjoy. And she's working with a cola right now just for the summer. She needed something to do, and we're so grateful to have her because I'm telling you, my office and my bookkeeper's office has never looked so clean and so good and so organized. So it's really a blessing to have Taylor on board with us right now. And it's funny because I've I've only met her a couple of times in person, but I feel like I've watched her grow up because her dad has always had pictures all over the walls and talks about her. And uh, now I've watched face, Facebook posts on her with her softball and whatnot. But I asked her, I, you know, she told me that her favorite class in school was, you know, business biblical principles in the workplace. And I'm thinking, wow, that is so up my alley because – uh, you know, I I do that. I, I want to know what God would do in any given situation. And I'm telling you that it really takes a lot of the guesswork out of things if you understand what Jesus would do. And a lot of times we don't even know what that would be, so we have to go in the Bible and we have to figure that out. And there are ways of doing that. Bible Gateway is a great way to do research and figure out, uh, you know, any question you have. We just sometimes don't know where to look. The resources are at our fingertips more now than ever before, but we still don't know maybe the question to ask in any given situation or who to ask. I was also telling Taylor on the way here is that, you know, understanding the who, what, where, when, why in any given situation is very, very important. So I'm going to go back to uh, the original of reflecting on the fruit of the Spirit and how long since you've had a checkup to assess your spiritual health? There's a uh, article that was written by uh, Scott Williams. I like to give credit where credit is due. And he is talking about this, and he's saying that, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's a lot. But if you think about any situation that you're in, anything that you're going through, and you ask yourself, are is the fruit of the Spirit available? Is it present with the way you're dealing with it? Are you showing joy, peace, patience, kindness? And sometimes we have to check ourselves and say, 
ooh, maybe something I said wasn't as kind as it could have been. Maybe I'm not being as patient right now with the traffic. Maybe I'm not being as patient with that person as I should be. And maybe I need to check myself. Faithfulness. Are we being faithful in our service? Are we being faithful with our money? Are we being faithful with our time? These are questions that we need to ask and we need to ask. And then there's the gentleness. How gentle are we? And do we have to be female to be gentle? I don't think so. I've been praying for a long time for a gentle giant to ask my daughter's hand to marry my daughter and and for me to have grandkids. And I'm ready in the right order. But I'm ready. I'm just saying, Tiana, I'm ready. Uh, You know, and and Tyson for him to be a gentle giant. And what does that mean? A God-fearing, a God-loving gentle giant. What does that mean? What does that look like? And men, what would you say? Are you that? And what would you need to do? How would you need to change in order to be that God-loving gentle giant? One of those things is, you know, to accept responsibility if you've made a mistake. That's a good one for anybody in in this human race, isn't it? So each of these is a characteristic of the Holy Spirit's active presence in our daily activities. Let's look at each one and ask some diagnostic questions to make sure we are healthy. Love. This word for love doesn't refer to warm feelings, but to a deliberate attitude of goodwill and devotion to others. Love gives freely without looking at whether the other person deserves it. And it gives without expecting anything back. That's not always easy, is it? A lot of the times in our walk, a lot of times in our lives, we judge. We don't mean to, but we do. And I would just ask for you to check yourself. And if you have a choice or an option, which you do, by the way, but if you have a choice or an option to love or judge, I would hope you would choose (laughs) loving Overjudging. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt judged? I have. Many times. And I, I say to myself at that time when I'm feeling judged that the Lord knows. My Heavenly Father knows what I'm going through, what I've been through, what I'm going to go through. And the only one I truly need to please is my Heavenly Father. I need I need him to be happy with my decisions, my choices. If you have not walked in another person's shoes, then how can you truly judge them anyway? You really can't, or you shouldn't. But you can always love on them. If you're tuning in right now, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com show. And I'm on the radio, and I have a podcast. If you go to suefreeze.com, you can uh, listen to whatever message or subject matter or guest. There's a whole slew of them. Eight and a half years, I can't even believe that. But eight and a half years of podcasts. So go on there at your convenience when you want to. When you're driving, go on there and just check it out. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's inspiring, encouraging, that it builds you up, lifts you up, and hopefully that can move forward or you can pay it forward 
and encourage and inspire other people by sharing the show, but also just being a better person maybe by checking and balancing what's going on in your own personal thought process, your thought life, because that's where it starts is right there. And so we want to make sure that our thought life and our belief system is in check with what Jesus says you are. And so, side note, go to SueFreeze.com. When you go there, there is a free download of I Am's, and the I Am's are who Christ says you are, not who that person over there or somebody that you know, even maybe somebody that you love, not what they say about you, but what Jesus says about you, because he loves you the most. He cares the most. He sacrificed the most. So who better to listen to and to guide you than our Heavenly Father. So the question is, am I motivated to do for others as Christ has done for me? Or am I giving in order to receive something in return? That's going to be a tough question to answer for some people. And then there's going to be other people that it's just going to be so easy. So number two is joy. The joy of the Lord be your strength. Unlike happiness, they're different, aren't they? The joy is gladness that is completely independent of the good or bad things that happen in the course of a day, a week, a month. In fact, joy denotes a supernatural gladness given by God's Spirit that actually seems to show up best during our hard times. This is a product of fixing your focus on God's purposes for the events in your life rather than on the circumstances. Have you ever bought a new car? And when you buy a new car, you get in the car and you smell that leather, maybe vinyl, maybe fabric, I don't know. But you get in that new car and it fleets very fast. You know, that smell kind of goes away really quick. And the excitement of driving around in this brand new car, it leaves pretty quickly. That's happiness. That's a happening that makes you happy. But joy is an inner feeling. It's an inner belief that you feel joy even in our circumstances. It's a whole different thing. If you want to know more about joy, go to the book of Philippians and read that book because that's the book of joy. And sometimes I've even said to people really close to me, where's the joy? I don't see the joy in you right now. Where's the joy? Show me the joy. The joy in the Lord be your strength. Am I experiencing, are you experiencing a joy of life on a regular basis? Or is your happiness dependent on things going smoothly in your day? Okay, you have to take a survey and evaluate where you are, what's going on in your life, and what are things that you can uh, focus on to change something in you so that you can get the fullness of what God has, the purpose in which God created you for. You want that, don't you? I know I do. I want all he has given me, and I want to fulfill the purpose that God created me for. Do you? Only you can answer that question because it's a decision and a choice that only you can make. So number three is peace. Oh, peace. Peace. There's something about the word even, if you think about it, just peace. It's not the absence of turmoil. But the presence of tranquility, even while in a place of chaos, I want peace. I want peace that transcends all understanding. Do you? 
It's a sense of wholeness and completeness that is content knowing that God controls the events of the day. You know, we can get out of control just by not knowing what is going to happen next because we are not in control of all our circumstances, are we? And we want to as much as possible. I know I do. I want to control my environment. I want to control what's going on around me as much as possible because those unknowns come in and it's like, okay, uh, abort whatever you're doing or change direction or something. In business, business people, we have to do that all the time. We have to do that all the time. The people that I'm thinking about right now, uh, people in San Diego, Heather and Sean, they own a, a business and they have to focus on uh, changing direction when something comes up. And I just want to say, keep it on, keep it on. You can do it. They're with a home pro uh, company in San Diego that I'm involved in, and I just love uh, doing business with them. But there's so many uh, business owners that I own, that I know, and uh, you know we can relate on a different level because of the things that come along our path that try to prevent us from having that peace in our lives. And we have to really struggle and fight to keep that peace in the midst of chaos. And isn't that true? Mothers out there, I can relate to you. My mothers are my mothers. My children have grown up 35 and 33. And I just can remember like yesterday what it felt like to be in the middle of juggling all the things that we need to juggle when our children are growing up and we have to keep in front of uh, what disciplinarian action we're going to have to take depending on each individual issue. And even in business, we have to do that. Okay, what's the natural consequence if this happens? What's the natural consequence if this happens? We have to hold people accountable and we have to have a natural circumstance that happens and consequence that happens uh, whenever there's anything going on. It's really fun to just try to uh, keep up with that and being a parent whether you're a a father raising children or a mother raising children it's pretty amazing if you're tuning in right now you're tuning into the sue free show been on the air for eight and a half years i have a tv show i have this radio show that syndicated goes all up and down from san diego all the way up to san luis obispo and now with the internet it goes all over the world and i'm so excited about that patience Are you patient? Other words that describe this fruit are lenience, long-suffering, forbearance, perseverance, and steadfastness. It is the ability to endure ill treatment from life or at the hands of others without lashing out or paying back. Vengeance is not ours. And you know, um, there was a time in my life that I was starting to get really bitter I was bitter because things were not fair. Life is not fair. But we have a choice in any given situation on how we're going to think about it, how we're going to believe in it or not believe in it, and how we're going to deal with it. And the Lord tells us to forgive. And when we forgive, even when we don't feel like it, but when we forgive, it releases us from that tension and that prisoner state of being bitter. So if you're feeling bitter right now, if you're one of those people listening right now that you feel bitter about something, you're angry, you're mad, you just want to sock, sock something, 
I know what this feels like firsthand. I totally get it. And if you need to do that, get a pillow and just, you know, go ahead. Get some exercise. But also when you're doing that, you have to make a conscious decision to put that person's face in your mind and in front of you. And you have to forgive them. And you have to just make a decision to forgive them, even though you don't feel like it. You're taking action before the, the feelings will follow. I know this because I've had to do it. I forgave a, a, a stepfather who uh, molested me as a child. I forgave him. How do you do that? How do you honestly forgive somebody that's just trespassed against you in such a, a level of unforgive? You, how do you forgive somebody like that? But it wasn't for him. Get it? It wasn't for him. It was for me. I needed to release myself of this bondage that I was in because I was mad and angry about this situation. And it was done. It was over. There's nothing really I could do about it at this time except for get rid of it. Get that root out of me so I could enjoy and receive passion. I could receive joy. I can receive love. I can really do that now. But if we are bitter, there's this gray shadow, this wall that comes up, and it won't allow you to receive all that God has for you because you have this bitterness. So wherever that bitterness is coming from, there is somebody right now that I am talking to. The Holy Spirit is just filling me to talk and hold right here on this subject. There's things I'm exposing right now that I wasn't expecting to expose. I'm doing it because somebody needs it. It's not for my good. I've, I've been healed in Jesus' name. But there's someone hearing this, and I, you know, I can just visualize right now tears. I visualize it. I, I visualize the emotion and all that's going on. And this is the Holy Spirit coming in right now and wanting you to get the healing you need so that you can move forward and, and break through. So don't minimize it. Don't let it go right now. Stay there. And what you need to do right now is just ask the Lord to pull this bitterness out, to get rid of it, to show you a way to forgive, even when you don't feel like it, because that's what you need to do for the healing that you need right now. So you go ahead and do that right now. It's okay. Just do it. So we were talking about peace. We're talking about patience. It's not easy for me to be patient. I'm a do-it person. I am a get-her-done person. And I just want to say um, there's a lot of people listening right now, and I just thank you for listening and participating and supporting the show. And I hope you share it with other people. And a side note right now is there is a Lunch with Susie. Be looking for opportunities to join me, would you? $25 gets you a lunch and two, two hours of, you know, just being real and being with me. And I get to know you because all, right now I talk to this mic and I want to have a relationship. So please um, go to the Sue Freeze site and check out when they are and join me, would you? We will be back with more of the Sue Freeze show right after this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. 
I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. E.C.O.L.A. Termite and Pest Control. 877-332-BUGS. All right, it's David James. My friend, Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola, is here. And, Sue, you were just telling me that allergies and termites have something in common? Dave, if you have a problem with termites in your home but also suffer from allergies and chemical sensitivity, we offer an array of termite control services that will be able to solve your problem without putting your health at risk. Our Ecola heat process uses extreme heat instead of chemicals to kill and remove termites and any other pests that may be infesting your home. Yes, and you were telling me about the awesome electro gun treatments. It sends electricity through the wood and you use it as part of your termite control services? They're very effective. So if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals, know that we have an array of options for termite control. Don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home. Call E. Cola Termite and Pest Control Services now. 800-332-BUGS. 800-332-BUGS or termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola Termite and Pest Management Services, for sponsoring this show. And listen, if you need termite pest control, rodent exclusion, bed bug, insulation, and more, please contact us at termitelady.com or 877-332-2847, which spells bugs. And uh, we will be happy to take care of you. And Learning to Breathe, a book I wrote when I shattered my right leg, didn't know if I was going to be able to walk, and now I'm back on the dance floor. It's a miracle, totally a miracle. God is our almighty healer, and I'm so thankful uh, to be able to be back on the dance floor and competing and dancing. And I just, every time I step on the dance floor, I shed a tear, and I just thank the Lord that I am uh, able to do that because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do that. There's a lot of things that I can't do, and this is a little message for somebody out there, is to really appreciate everything that you do when you do it because you never know. It could be the last time. You know, I used to uh, ski a slalom course, and I was trying to get better, and I was improving all the time, and snow skiing, going down the snow ski, just hearing the swoosh of the skis. I wasn't a snowboarder. Never got into that. Uh, But skiing... um, And I haven't been able to do that since my accident. And I'm sad about that. But yet, I realize that, you know what? It's okay. I'm making a choice. And it's not worth the risk. You know, is it worth the risk? Choose your battles. Uh, Sometimes it's not worth the risk. I would much rather be on the dance floor than on the snow ski mountain or on the water ski, even though I'm air chairing now, which does not hurt my leg. And I'm excited about that. And uh, um, I'm very excited about that. Anyway, so we're talking about patience. Um, so with patience, are you easily set off when things go wrong or do people irritate you? Are you able to keep a godly perspective in the face of life's irritations? I have to check myself on this because sometimes I just want to scream. Sometimes I think, really? Really? 
really? Did you just do that? Really? Did you just say that? And I have to just take a breath. I have to breathe. Breathe, Sue. Breathe. And I breathe. And I'm like, okay, Lord, show me what I need to do in this situation because right now I just want to lash out. Right now I want to do something that I know would not benefit in the long run. It might feel better for the second, but it's only a second. And then I got to go back and apologize. I would rather not go back and apologize. I'd rather just not do it to begin with, right? That's years and years of wisdom and learning that I had to apologize. Didn't like that too much. So are you asking yourself that question? Do you have patience? The time that I feel I don't have patience is driving. I just am not patient when I'm driving. Uh, Lately, I've been having um, Steve drive and I get impatient. So I have to put my head down on the Facebook and I have to do something else so I'm not paying attention to what's going on because we have this ongoing conversation about who's the better driver. (laughs) Anybody can relate to that. (laughs) I think I am. Obviously, he thinks he is. So, you know, whatever. But I'm not real patient. And I'm just looking for an open space to be able to move over into that lane. And watching cars go by on both sides just really doesn't make me thrilled. But anyway, that's a It's just a minor thing, but it's a major thing because it's showing that I'm not patient. And I want to be patient. I'm getting better. I'm going to just affirm myself and say, I'm getting better because sometimes that's what we have to do. So kindness. You know, when I was thinking about when I leave this earth and I go up to my heavenly father, but I was thinking about that and I was thinking about what would be the most important thing I would want people to say about Sufri's. And I, I always pray to be the light in the darkness. And I don't know what you pray for, and I don't know what you think is most important for you when you leave this earth. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because this is a thought process I have actually done. Maybe you've never thought about it. And maybe it would be a good thing for you to do. Maybe it's a, a good lesson or a exercise that you could do is, what do you want people to say about you When you're not here, if you were up above watching down on your funeral services, what is it that you would want people, what would bless you the most to have people say about you? And we talked about goals, okay? And maybe this is a goal, okay? This is the, (laughs) the epitome of goals is, is when you leave this earth, what are you leaving behind? What's the significance of your life? Are you making a difference in this world? And for me, I want to be a light in the darkness. That's for me. I want to be a light in the darkness. I want the room to be better as Sue walks in and is in that presence of that room and those people. And when she leaves, I don't want people to be happy that I'm leaving. I want people to notice that I'm leaving because things are maybe not as light and bright. And that doesn't mean be a clown either. It just means to be present. It means to be loving And most of all, I want people to say that I'm kind, that I was kind to them, that I was caring, that I was affirming, that I was loving. But kindness is really an amazing thing. There's a person that I know, his name is Steve Zener, and those that are listening that know him, you know what I'm talking about. But he's one of the kindest people and the most interested people I know. I mean, he genuinely, when he asks you, how are you doing? He really wants to know. And so many times we say, oh, how are you? And it's just a flippant thing. Is you, you don't even stop in the hall. And you, you didn't get to answer, but the person's already out the door. Because they're asking you how you are, but they really don't want to know how you are. They don't even want to hear your response. Are you that person? Have you ever felt that? How does it feel? Not good, 
right? Doesn't feel good to me. I know that for a fact. So I have, you know, done an assessment of the people that have come in and out of my life. And I've I've assessed the people that have made me feel the best about who and how and what Sufri's is. And there's certain people in my life that have touched me in such a way. Leanne, my sister-in-law, my mother-in-law. Steve Zener is one of those people. There, there's my sister. These people have uh, been cheerleaders or fans of mine or supporters and not judged but loved. And I'm saying this not for you to think anything about me, but I just want you to assess you. Assess you. Take this internally. Internalize what I'm saying to ask yourself the questions on, you know, are you the person that you want to be? Are, are you um, impacting people in a positive way? And if you are, good for you. God bless you, and I know he is, and I know he has. But there's those of you out there that are just feeling worn, torn down, beat up, not able to just function properly. And I'm sorry about that. But to be loving to you, I'm not going to judge you, but to be loving to you, I'm going to say, do what you can to get over that. And I mean, that sounds kind of, you know, small or not very caring. But truly, somebody needs to just say, you need to get up, get on, you know, get back up again, get back up again. And if you are not having a relationship with your Heavenly Father, maybe that's the first place you should go. Maybe he's just waiting for you to look up and to ask him into your heart. And when you do this, I think that you're going to see that things will change. And maybe it won't be. I I will tell you right now, it won't be in your timing. It's going to be in his timing because he has something for you. And you need, if you you start changing your mindset, change your thinking to understand the the victory is yours. The battle has been won. He says that. Go to SueFreeze.com. SueFreeze, spelled like fries, one word, .com. Go there. Download the three pages of I Am's and read those every day. There's also another place on there, the second tile over on affirmations. And if you go there, there is a cost on that one. The other one is free, so you can go there and get the free one. But there's another one that could even benefit you even more. Go on there. Check it out. I'm not going to go into detail. Uh, but it's there for you because I want you to to get the full benefit of what God has for you, the purpose he has for you. You were created for a specific purpose. And I, for one, want to see that happen for you. But God wants to see that happen. He created you and he's sitting there. You know, if you're a parent and you have a child and your child's just not not doing what he should be doing, you know, don't you get frustrated with that? Don't be impatient, but be frustrated in a good way. Because you love them so much, you want to see them do everything and be all. You know, I mean, they're a part of you, right? And you want them to just experience all there is to experience in a good way. But how much more does our Heavenly Father want that for us? He totally does. And this was not part of my show today, but it is now. Thank you, Holy Spirit, and uh, you can thank Him for that. So kindness, when kindness is at work in a person's life, he or she looks for ways to adapt to meet the needs of others. It is a moral goodness that overflows, overflows. See, your cup has to be full. Your cup has to be full (laughs) for it to overflow, right? Just think about that. To get the picture of the water going into. Some of you are thinking wine right now. I don't know why that hit. There was this thing on, uh, is your half 
is your uh, wine glass half full or half empty? And and then it said it, both are wrong because it's refillable. And I think that was kind of funny. And it has to do with wine. And it could be just water. It could be, you know, just the Heavenly Father over over filling our uh, cup runneth over. So funny. I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyway, it's a moral goodness that overflows. It, it's also the absence of malice. Right. So if we have the malice, if we have anger, if we have bitterness, if we have any of those things, you know, venge, vengeance, it's not yours. Let the Lord deal with that. You have to just look at the person in the mirror and say, where am I? Who am I? What do I want? Where do I want to go? And then take the steps you need to take in order to get there. You're listening to the Sue Free Show on Flagship Station, KKLA 99.5. Thank you so much, San Diegans, for tuning in today. And would, would you please connect with me by going to the SueFreeze.com uh, email site and just connect and give me your name. Uh, if you have prayer requests, if you have any suggestions on what topics you'd like me to talk about, because I'll tell you, after eight and a half years, whew, it's getting very more and more difficult for me to come up with what the subject should be. Although I come in here and I'm like, okay, Lord, it's your show. What do you want? What do you want me to do? It's so great. So is it your goal to serve others with kindness or are you too focused on your own needs, desires, or problems to let the goodness of God overflow to others? That could be a painful question for some to answer, but you know what? Think about the goals that you want for yourself for the end of time, when you leave this earth in the funeral, what do you want people to say about you? It's really kind of an interesting exercise, and I hope you all just ask yourself. You know, when you get to bed tonight and you say your prayers and thank God for everything that you have and everything that you've done, and, and then you sit there and you say, okay, Lord, I want you to reveal to me what kind of person am I really? Or ask those closest to you. You might not like what you hear, but maybe it's a good thing. Maybe you need to hear it. And get back up again, okay? You might be knocked down right now. It's okay. Today's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. Let's start fresh each day. Goodness. While kindness is the soft side of good, goodness reflects the character of God. Goodness in you desires to see goodness in others and is not beyond confront, confronting or even rebuking as Jesus did with the money changers in the temple for that to happen. See, that's very interesting. We can be good, but it doesn't mean we don't have to confront sometimes because sometimes we have to be good for the person, not to the person in work. I have to remind myself of that, that sometimes I have to have that tough conversation and that tough conversation can be very tough. I mean, it's really tough, but I know that. And I realize after time and time again of anguishing over having this tough conversation that once I have it, I can breathe easier and I'm wishing I would have done it sooner. I wish I would have had the conversation sooner because I could have helped both of us not have this frustration quicker. So if you have a tough conversation, just do it, okay? Timing's everything, but find a good time, but don't wait. Don't wait a week. Don't wait two days. It says in the Bible, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Does that mean that you can never sleep when you've got an issue? No, it doesn't mean that. I used to think that. I was thinking literally but what it means is you can table something as long as both parties know that you're going to table it. And you, when you say you're going to come back to it, come back to it. Don't leave it on the table because all that does is make people feel unvalued. They don't feel like they're valued. And each one of us is valuable. We, we all are valuable. We have a fragile on our forehead. We are valuable to our Heavenly Father. And we want to hang around people that treat us with value, people that 
don't just tolerate but celebrate us. It's a good one. Does your life reflect the holiness of God? And do you desire to see others experience God at a deep level in their own lives? Okay. I've gone through six of the fruit of the spirits. So now I'm going to number seven, faithfulness. A faithful person is one with real integrity. He or she is someone others can look to as an example. And someone who is truly devoted to others and to Christ. Our natural self always wants to be in charge. But spirit-controlled faithfulness is evident in the life of a person who seeks good for others and glory for God. Sometimes this is painful. It can be a sacrifice. It could be sacrificial on your part. But you know what? Uh, The joy of giving is so much better than receiving. And faithfulness is something that you can't gain back Uh, Once you lose this trust and this feeling of this person being faithful, that once they're not faithful or you're not faithful, it leaves. And it's very hard, if not impossible, to get that back. Are there areas of hypocrisy and indifference toward others in your life? Is your life characterized by faith in Christ and faithfulness to those around you? Hmm. I'm not going to ask the question again, but I'm hoping it resonates, and I hope you're thinking about that for yourself. Number eight is gentleness. Gentleness. Meekness is not weakness. I tell my employees all the time that don't mistake kindness with weakness when it comes to me because I am not weak. But I want to be kind. I want to be gentle when I can. Don't we all? Seriously, isn't that something we are striving for? But it doesn't mean that we are weak. There is this uh, belief that Christians are weak, that Christians need God as a, uh, a brace, something that will hold them up. And that's not the truth at all. It's hard to be a Christian. It is very difficult sometimes to stand firm and be bold on your belief system because there's a lot of people that want to slam dunk you. It's difficult. But those that say it and believe it and live it, more power to you. Praise God for that. Gentleness is not without power. It just chooses to defer to others. It forgives others corrects with kindness, and lives in tranquility. Gentleness. Are you a gentle soul? Are you gentle? I have some people working for me right now that this is an area that they need to work on. They need to work on it. They need to be more gentle. Do you come across to others as brash and headstrong? Or are you allowing the grace of God to flow through you to others? Now, I I just got a a little something inside of my spirit. And um, I had a person that worked with me that said that I'm direct and that they felt that my directness was curt. I let everybody know when they come into my office and work with me that I am a direct person. I'm just direct. 
It doesn't mean that I'm not gentle. It doesn't mean that I'm not kind. It just means that I'm direct. I don't want people to misinterpret what I say or what my desire is. I try to articulate well. And so in my directness, some people are not used to that. They're not used to direct. Like, I would like you to do this, and I would like it to be done by 8 o'clock. Is that not gentle? Is that, um, I don't know. Is that is that being mean? I don't think so. It's just being direct. So is it being brash? Maybe to some that aren't used to it. But to me, it's just being direct. So ask yourself the question. Don't make excuses. I'm not making excuses. But just check yourself out to see where you are. Number nine is self-control. Our fleshly desires, Scripture tells us, are continually at odds with God's spirit and always want to be in charge. It's true. We do want to be in charge. We do. Self-control is literally releasing our grip on the fleshly desires, choosing instead to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. It is power-focused in the right place. That's good. So here's the question for you. Are your fleshly desires controlling your life, or are you allowing the Spirit to direct you to the things that please God and serve others? I'm thinking. I'm thinking about right now that question. Okay, how would I answer that for me? And are you thinking, how would you answer that for you? This show is here not for me just to talk, but it's really to inspire, encourage you to make changes that are going to make you more godlike and a better person and inspire you to encourage you to be there for other people because the Lord wants us to serve one another and he wants us to give our best at all times. And if we're not focused on looking at the person in the mirror and and changing it up a little bit, if there's something we need to change, and those that are closest to you are probably the best ones to ask, you know, what do you think about this? How am I doing in this area? It might be painful. It might hurt a little bit. But you know what? If you can improve, if your goal is to improve and to be better each day, then a little bit of pain is not going to kill you. It's not going to be too much for you to handle. It's going to make you a better person. And by opening this conversation with those that you care for and love, it helps them to be able to articulate and to feel a new understanding, a new level of relationship with you. That's not a bad thing, is it? I don't think so. I think that would be a good thing. So number 10 is walk by the Spirit. I did that today on this show. I want to walk by the Spirit all the time. I want the Holy Spirit to be available. I want to be available for the Holy Spirit so he can guide. Some people think it might be a she. Whatever. So he can guide me in any given situation. Should I talk now? Should I speak now? Should I not? Should I hold my tongue? Should I just take a breath? That is told to me a lot. Breathe. Just breathe, Sue. Okay, I need to breathe. Walk by the Spirit. While not a fruit of the Spirit, the final item on the checkup produces all nine qualities listed above. When we follow the Spirit's lead, instead of being led by our self-focused desires, He produces the fruit. But even when we don't walk by the Spirit, He is the very one who convicts us that things are not in proper order in our lives. Are you listening to him or her? Are you listening to the Holy Spirit to keep you in check with whatever is going on in your life? 
I think sometimes for me, you know, when we ask, it's easier to receive than if it's just there and we're not even asking for it. When we ask, we're opening that door, right? We're opening our our everything to receive what is the next thing. But sometimes in our walk and in our lives, we're just busy. We're going through the motions. We're trying to get it done. We're do, 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 do. I'm talking about me right now, but how about you? And uh, sometimes it's just hard to hear. There's a lot of clatter, a lot of noise. And we need to just, you know, calm down and say, okay, Lord, um, I want to hear your voice. I want to do what you want me to do. So in this situation, what is that? What do you want me to do next? So uh, the Fruit of the Spirit, that was what the show was about today. Uh, I want you to go to Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Please go there. Please share the show, the podcast, the TV show, the videos, uh, the IMs that you can print out for free. Go to SueFreeze.com, please, and share all of that with those that you love and you care for. Um, I want this show to just help people. The whole goal is to help. It's a labor of love, and I really want it to help other people. I have lunch with Susie, and you can get more information about that. I want to connect with you on a personal level. Please allow me to do that by paying $25 and spending two hours with me so I can get to know you better, okay? Until next week, be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>